Alhamdulillah Hamdan kathiran tayyiban mubarakan fih Kama yuhibbu rabbuna wa yarudha Ashadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lah Wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh Al-Nasihul Amin Allahumma salli ala nabiyyina Muhammad Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in Wa man tamassaka bi sunnatihi ila yawmiddin Thumma amma ba'd Ya ibadullah Bismillahi ta'ala In these next few minutes I want everyone to contemplate With a serious contemplation And to reflect and to ponder upon a short yet tremendous surah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says wal'adiyati dabaha wal'adiyati dabaha you will find here in this ayah hadha qasam that this is a swearing Allah ta'ala he is swearing by the adiyat, those things that run. And you find here, well, adiyat, Kamakala al Alama al Imam Uthaymin Rahimahullah Ta'ala, well, adiyat, Sifa, al Mawsuf, Mahvuf, the adiyat, it is a description for that which has been omitted. فَمَا هُوَ الْمَوْصُوفِ So what is that which has been omitted? What is الْعَادِيَاتِ A description of? هَلْ مُرَادِ الْخَيْلِ Does it mean the horses and the steeds? يَعْنِي وَالْخَيْلِ الْعَادِيَاتِ And by the steeds as they run أَوْ أَنَّ الْمَوْصُوفِ هُوَ الْإِبِلِ or does it mean that that which is being described is the camel? So thus it means وَالْإِبِلْ الْعَادِيَاتِ And by those camels as they run. And I want us to reflect on the beginning of this surah. Because you find often is the case that we will read through this surah and either we will be unaware of the meanings of the beginning ayat. <coughs> or we will go by them not reflecting upon them much But there is a tremendous lesson to be learned When we reflect upon the meaning of these ayat So I want us to pay close attention To the description and the imagery That one will understand When he understands the meaning of these words Jamhur al-Mufassirin The majority of the scholars يقولون, they say, They say that verily that which is being described and it is the horses, the steeds. والتقدير, and that which is understood. العاديات, and by those steeds as they run. By those steeds as they run. But what type of running is this, ya ibad? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, this is a type of running that produces dabaha. وَالضَّبْحُ مَا يُسْمَعُ مِنْ أَجَوَافِ الْخَيْرِ حِينَ تَعْدَوُ بِالسُّرْعَةِ 
يكون لها صوت يخرج من صدورها وهذا يدل على قوة سعيهم أو قوة سعيها وشدته and this type of running it produces dabha and abdabhu this is the sound that emanates from the diaphragms of the horses and the steeds while they are running because they are running fast and this sound it comes from their breasts it comes from their breasts they're panting it causes this panting and this points to the strength of their running the speed and the strength and severity of their running so this is not a horse that is trotting with a trot this is not a bunch of horses that are trotting or just walking but they are running with a tremendous running they are running with a tremendous running that is causing them to pant which shows us the severity how strong that they are running Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he goes on and he says فَالْمُغِيرَاتِ قَدْحَا So that we have some further understanding to the severity of their running. That they're running to such an extent that striking sparks of fire. That their running is producing fire, sparks of fire. وَقَالَ إِمَامُ السَّعْدِ رَحِمُهُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى He says, بِحَوَافِرِهِنْ it is due to their hooves striking upon the rocks, causing sparks of fire to come forth, which shows us and gives us an indication to the strength of their run, how hard they're running, the strength and the speed of their running. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He goes on and He says, Scouring to the raid at dawn. Coming together. Scouring for the raid at dawn. Allah Ta'ala. He goes on and he says, فَأَثَرْنَا بِهِ نَقْعًا غُبَارًا Raising up the dust into clouds. غُبَارًا The dust it gets raised up as clouds. Because they're running fast, causing them to pant. They're running fast and strong, causing sparks of fire. As their hooves hit the rocks, trample upon the rocks, it's causing fire. And there's dust that's being kicked up. There are dust that's being kicked up for the raid at dawn. For the raid at dawn, ya ibad. They're coming together. Allah Ta'ala, He says, فَوَسَطْنَا بِهِ And penetrating forth as one who goes into the midst of the foe. Running so hard. Running so fiercely. Penetrating forth as one that penetrates through the force of the foe. Nothing stopping them as they split their foe's armies in half. Which shows you the severity of this situation. Let one reflect. If he was to be the one that's seeing this come towards him. If he was the one that were watching and witnessing these horses running at him. 
with this tremendous strength, running at him, panting, sparks flying, kicking up dust, coming together. He knows that he cannot stop them. He knows that they will penetrate whatever barrier that he has erected. One that is witnessing this, he will realize that this situation is serious. He will realize that this situation is no joke. He will realize that this is something that is most serious. This is something that will put dread inside of the heart of a person. This is something that is most frightening. This is something that is terrifying. And this is the imagery that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is swearing by. Reflect upon this. This is the imagery that Allah Jalla wa'ala He is swearing by. Showing us that this is no joke. Showing us that this matter is serious. Showing us that we need to pay close attention to what comes next. Because Allah Ta'ala He's using this to swear to what? Allah Ta'ala goes on and He says, إِنَّ الْإِنسَانَ لِرَبِّهِ لَكَنُودَ That verily the insan, verily the insan, he is most ungrateful to his Lord. Verily the human being, he is most ungrateful to his Lord. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he swore by these things in which we had just heard. To what fact? That verily the human being, he is most ungrateful to his Lord. وَقَالَ إِمَامُ عُثَيْمِينَ رَحِمُهُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى وَالْمُرَادِ بِالْإِنسَانِ هُوَ الْجِنْسِ And what is meant by human beings, it means the species. The species of human beings. And the الْجِنْسِ الْإِنسَانِ the species of human beings, all human beings. If they are not given the success in being guided to His guidance, the guidance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If they are not given the success in being guided by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, فَإِنَّهُ Then He will be one who will be most ungrateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ay kafur li-na'matillah azza wa jal that he is one who was ungrateful to the bounties that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had bestowed upon him wa qila al-murad bil-insan huwa al-kafir and it's been said that what is intended by the human being here in this ayah then it means only the disbeliever fa'ala hadha yakunu aman yuridu bihi al-khas so with this you will find that it will be a statement that is general but is meant the specific. A general statement but is meant the specific. Meaning not all of human beings but only the kuffar from amongst them. وَقَالَ إِمَامُ عَثَيْمِينَ رَحِمُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَ وَأَظْهَرُ أَنَّ الْمُرَادْ بِهِ الْعُمُومِ He said but what is apparent is that that which is intended is what? Is the generality. Everybody. أَنَّ الْجِنْسِ that all of the human beings, the species of human beings, أَنَّ الْجِنْسِ الْإِنسَانِ لَوْ لَا هِدَايَةَ اللَّهِ لَكَانَ كَنُودًا لِرَبِّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلُ That all human beings, if they are not guided by Allah Ta'ala, then all of them will be ungrateful to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. وَكُنُودُهُ الْكُفْرِ And this ungratefulness, it means what? Kufr, meaning ungrateful. Because you find it comes in the text, the word kufr, 
And sometimes it means to be ungrateful. As you find in the hadith or kufr ba'ulatihin. And due to their kufr in their, in their husbands, meaning their what? Their ungratefulness to their husbands. And this is when the Prophet ﷺ explained the reason why the, the majority of the occupants of the hellfire will be women. And was asked why he had mentioned and due to, from the reasons, due to their ungratefulness to their husbands. And the word that was used was kufr. Here meaning what? Ungrateful. But when one reflects upon this now, when he reflects upon the meaning of kufr in the Arabic language, then he sees that the kafir, then he is a kafir in every direction in which you look. Because he is one who was ungrateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He is one who was ungrateful to Allah ta'ala. The shaykh, says, A kafir li na'matillah. He is ungrateful to the bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah ta'ala yarzuquh. Allah ta'ala, he gives him provisions. And Allah Ta'ala, He increases these provisions upon these individuals. He increases it upon these individuals and they're still ungrateful. They're ungrateful to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Arrogantly. Distastefully. And the like. So when one looks at the description, he understands a calf is a calf by every which way you can think about it. That Allah Ta'ala created him, Allah Ta'ala provides for him, Allah Ta'ala sustains him, Allah Ta'ala has given him everything. And then he has the audacity to turn around and disbelieve in Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. This is the epitome of ungratefulness to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Alakullin. This description is applicable to all human beings. All human beings that what? That adorn themselves with these evil traits. All human beings who are ungrateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All those who have not been guided by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then you will find that there are those who are, they are most ungrateful to Allah jalla wa'ala. The shaykh goes on and he says, فَإِنَّ nas, فَإِنَّ مِنَ nas, And that verily from the human beings. مَنْ يَطْغَى إِذَا رَآهُ قَدْ أَسْتَغْنَ عَنِ اللَّهِ Is the one who transgresses the bounds is the one who transgresses the bounds in a most obscene way when he finds and he thinks that he is in no need of Allah. When he thinks he doesn't need Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he can do without Allah. وَعِيَاذُ بِاللَّهِ وَمَا أَكْثَرُ اسْتَمِعُوا يَا عِبَادِ I want you to listen now. The shaykh he says, وَمَا أَكْثَرُ مَا أَفْسَدَ الْغِنَى مِنْ إِبْنُ آدَمِ فَهُوَ كَفُورٌ بِنَعْمَةِ اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْ he said, and how much has wealth corrupted the children of Adam? So you find that they are those who, they are ungrateful. They are ungrateful to the bounties of Allah Azza wa Jal. They are those, as the shaykh, he says, يَجْهَدُوا نِعْمَةُ Allah That they arrogantly deny Allah's bounty. So you find the rich man, he thinks that what he has is due to him. You find the rich man, he thinks that what he has from possessions and bounties and the like is because of him. You find he gives no thanks to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You find he does not acknowledge Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So you find that there are those who become what? Most ungrateful. There are those who become most ungrateful who arrogantly deny the bounty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is a characteristic that is evil indeed. Allah Ta'ala, He swore by these great things in which we heard 
that verily mankind undoubtedly no doubt that he is to his Lord most ungrateful. The exception is only for those whom Allah Ta'ala has guided. The exception is only for those who have been blessed by Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala with the bounty of being guided. So we ask you, Ya Ibad, which of the lot do you want to be from? Those who are ungrateful or those who are grateful to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala? Which of the ones do we want to be from? Those who deem themselves self-sufficient, arrogantly, wrongly, transgressively and the like? Or those who understand that they are most in need of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Those who understand that they are poor. Those who understand that they are impoverished. Those who understand, la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. Those who truly understand this. Those who truly understand that all power and might belong to Allah ta'ala. Those who truly understand that we belong to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Those who truly understand that we need Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Those who truly understand that we are poor. We need Allah. We can never do without Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And those who thus in their actions You find their understanding illustrated Which do we want to be of? Hada ya ibad Aqulu quli hada Wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum Fastaghfiru Fa innahu huwa al-ghafur rahim Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalam, a'ala rasulillah, wa ba'd. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, إِنَّ الْإِنسَانَ لِرَبِّهِ لَكَنُودَ That verily the human being, he is most ungrateful to his Lord. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, وَإِنَّهُ عَلَى ذَلِكَ لَشَهِيدٌ وَإِنَّهُ عَلَى ذَلِكَ لَشَهِيدٌ and that verily he is upon that a witness. فَقَالَ إِمَامُ عُثَيْمِينَ رَحِمُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَىٰ إِنَّهُ ضَمِيرٌ That إِنَّهُ this is a ضَمِير Is pointing back to someone who is intended by and verily he. قِيلَ It is said يَعُودُ عَلَى اللَّهِ That it returns back to Allah أَيْ أَنَّ اللَّهِ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَىٰ يَشْهَدُ عَلَى الْعَبْدِ بِأَنَّهُ كَفُورٌ لِنَعْمَةِ اللَّهِ Meaning that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He bear witness that the slave, He is one who was ungrateful to the bounties of Allah. So إِنَّهُ here, we understand that Allah, He's upon that as a witness. He witnesses that. وَقِيلٌ And it's been said, إِنَّ أَعِدْ عَلَى الْإِنسَانِ And it's said that it goes back to the man. It goes back to the human being. أَنَّ الْإِنسَانِ يَشْهَدُ عَلَى نَفْسِهِ بِكُفْرِ نَعْمَةِ اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلَ That a person, he acknowledges and he bear witness upon himself that he is ungrateful to Allah's bounties. Shirathimeen, he says, وَالصَّوَابِ And that which is correct. أَنَّ الْآيَةِ شَامِنَ لِهَذَا وَهَذَا And what is correct, that the verse, it encompasses this and that. That Allah Ta'ala bear witnesses to that person's being ungrateful, and that a person himself bear witness that he is ungrateful. That a person himself bear witness that he is ungrateful. So the shaykh, he says, so both were understood. That Allah bear witnesses to this person being an ingrate, and likewise this individual, he bear witness that he himself is ungrateful. This ungratefulness is, is 
exhibited is illustrated in what? That you find this individual, he becomes a miser. This individual, he doesn't want to spend piece of beauty lap. This individual, he doesn't want to spend for his wealth in the ways of good. This individual, he becomes stingy. He becomes niggardly. He becomes one who is coveting this dunya and the like. So Allah Ta'ala, he goes on and he says, وَإِنَّهُ And that verily he ate al-insan. And that verily him, meaning the individual, the human being is what? That verily this one, he has a violent, insatiable, tremendous, strong love for money, for wealth. In this particular ayah, it means al-mal, wealth, money. That verily he is one who is most obsessed with money. He is one that is in love with money. So this leads him not to spin in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He doesn't spin in Allah ta'ala's way. He one, he doesn't give sadaqah. He is one who he doesn't pay zakat. He is one who doesn't help out the one who needs. He is one who doesn't help out the orphan. He is one who doesn't help out the, the traveler, the wayfarer. He is one who doesn't help out those who need help. He is one who always finds an excuse not to give. Why? Why does he want to give? Because he is obsessed with his wealth. He is obsessed with his money. He is one who covets his wealth. So he doesn't want to give it. Why? Because he has a tremendously violent and destructive love for the wealth. That's why he doesn't give. The Muslims need, he don't care. Spending the way of Allah, he don't care. Spin to help the propagation of Allah's religion. He don't care. Spin on the widows. He don't care. Spin on the orphans. He don't care. The kid is hungry. That's his problem. He don't care. This is the individual who is most despicable. Bila shekwa bila raid. Most despicable type of individual. Allah Ta'ala, He goes on to remind us of the reality. Allah Ta'ala, He says, أَفَلَا يَعْلَمُ إِذَا بُعْذِرَ مَا فِي الْقُبُورِ Does this person not know? Does this individual not know? When the contents of the grave shall be poured forth? Does this person who acts like this, who is ungrateful, Obsessed with the money And he acknowledges Bears witness of this upon itself He knows this is the case Does he not know What's going to happen Does he not know What's going to be the state When the contents When the contents Of the grave Get poured forth When those who are in the grave Come out the grave When we'll be resurrected When we'll be brought back now To account when we have to stand in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and answer for what we did in this world. We will be held accountable. If we come up short, we will be punished in the fires of hell. If we did what we were supposed to do, we'll be blessed with the Jannah. That this person, that doesn't he know this is going to happen? Doesn't he know the severity of this day? That this day will happen, it will happen, it will take place. Allah Ta'ala, He says, وَحُصِّلَ مَا فِي الصُّدُورِ 
And the day that that which is in the chest shall be made known. That which is in your heart shall be made known. There's no hiding. Allah knows what's in your heart. There's no faking. Allah knows what's in your heart. You can fool us, but you can't fool Allah. You can fool the human being, but you can't fool Allah. Allah knows what's in your heart. And on the day of judgment, that which is in your heart, it will be made known. It will be made known. So you will never get away with anything. You will never get away with any oppression. You will never get away with any treachery. You will never get away with any malice. You will be held accountable by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's all that counts. You will be held accountable by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So you can make up any excuse you want to make up for your treachery. Allah knows. And you will be held accountable. You can make up any excuse that you want to make up for your stinginess. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He knows what your chest conceals. You can't fool Allah. You can make up all type of excuses. You can sing all types of sob stories. Allah Ta'ala, He knows. He knows what's in your chest. Allah Ta'ala, He knows why you didn't spend in His path. Allah knows why you didn't spend the money that He, Allah, gave you in His way. And Allah doesn't ask that you spend all of your wealth. From that which we given them, they give. From that which we have given them, they give. Not all of it, a portion of it. But where did they get it from to begin with? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah gave it to them and then asked that they give what? A portion of it. Zakat, 2.5%. 2.5% of that was six for a year. Allah didn't tell you give all your money. Allah said 2.5% for that was set for a year. But you find he finds an excuse. Why? Because he's the most despicable person. He don't want to give in Allah's path. Allah Ta'ala, he says, And that verily their Lord, on that day, he is well acquainted. Well acquainted with them. Allah knows. Allah knows. When they come back, when we go back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He knows our reality. He knows our reality. People, they get confused. Because they don't see things right. In this dunya, as human beings, as Muslims, we judge based on what we see. We don't know what's in a person's heart. If they show to us good, then we take them upon good. If they show to us other than that, then we deal with them accordingly and look at them accordingly. But some people think, and some people equate their fooling of the people to something that equates to their reality. Because the people think good of them, then therefore they're good. You find people like this. All they're worried about is what the people think. The people think good of them, they think, okay, I'm good. They don't stop and reflect. What does Allah know about me? What does Allah know about me? Allah knows. You can fool the people.
people think you good. That don't mean you good. It's what Allah knows. So don't be deceived. Because you got over on the people into thinking that you're good now. That will be the mistake of the hypocrites. They think they can fool Allah. They fool the Muslims. So they think Yom Al-Qiyamah they're going to be okay. Doesn't work like that. They'll be exposed. Their final abode will be the hellfire. The lowest part of the hellfire. But they fooled us in the dunya. We thought they were from us in the dunya. We thought they were amongst us in the dunya. But for them is the lowest part of the hellfire. You know why? Because you fooling us don't mean nothing because you can never fool Allah. You fooling us is not your measuring stick. You can never fool Allah. So let us work upon our realities. Let us work upon our reality. How we really are. Let us concentrate on rectifying our hearts. So that we meet Allah with a heart that's salim. We meet Allah with a heart that's pure. Let us focus on that. Don't worry about the people looking at you saying, Oh, he has a nice thalb on. Look at his outward appearance. What a nice guy. What a nice fella. Don't look at that. Don't worry about that. Worry about your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If Allah loves you, Ahlul Arb will love you and Ahlul Samawa will love you. If Allah loves you, the occupants of the heavens and the earth will love you. So don't be chasing the people's love. Lap. Chase after what? And strive for what? So that Allah loves you. When Allah loves you, that's it. Nothing else matters. What's going to harm you if Allah loves you? What's going to harm you if Allah loves you? Nothing. But at the same time, Ya Ibad, what's going to save you if Allah hates you?